also, you know, brings it on himself because I, I part of the one of the details I was just remembering that you were talking about. You were talking about that scene where he brings he's trying to apologize and he's brought the kid pizza. Right. Yeah. Uh, and obviously there's still that crazy, messy home life happening in the background. That's obviously overtly happening. But also my favorite detail in that scene is that uh, he comes in saying, I got your favorite pizza. Like, I'm such a good dad. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to spoil you with your favorite pizza. And he says, it's got mushrooms on it. And the kid goes, I don't like mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he Such goes, oh, well, you can pick them off. Yeah, because he wanted mushrooms on his pizza. Like, he does all of these things for his own yeah. selfish but then game paints that he hopes it like to it's achieve. for his son or for other people. or It's mostly his son, it, it seems, that he's trying to make any type of connection to. A little bit, obviously, Bobby, too, but that's a more... Uh, well, it's fanatic. It's it's an obsession. Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how I have to say Bobby for the rest of the the podcast. I forgot. That's how you I'm properly gonna, pronounce honestly, it. Honestly, for the rest of my life, I think I am going to be any. If I ever meet someone named Bobby, I'm gonna walk in. I'm gonna be like, Yo, Bobby. Bobby. They're gonna get so Let's annoyed. Play some I'm gonna ball. love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's get this going. All right, Bobby. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, Everybody needs and, to go yeah, on so, YouTube and watch the supercut, by the way, of uh, Robert De Niro yes. just yelling "Bobby" uh, throughout the fan. Yes, it's just it's just, incredible. Uh, Great two minutes to spend your time. J- just go and look up the fan um, De Niro Bobby, or just go on my Twitter and you can yes. find a minute and a half supercut of just all the times that De Niro yells Bobby in this film. It is a lot. And it's great. It is a lot. And I said it. And it's so many different intonations. You don't even realize how good of an actor De Niro is. Um, I mean, obviously you do in general, right. but I didn't realize you know, quite how many different ways he used his voice in this film until I watched him say Bobby literally like 100 different times in like, you know, uh, sometimes it's, it's the same when he's cheering in the stadium, but like then when it switches over to how he's saying it, like on the phone and stuff and he's, he's using like, Hey Bob. Yeah. And you know, he's just, uh, just speaking on the voice or the, the way that he uses the name itself. I did find myself after I watched that supercut. funny enough, I realized how many times he actually references and says the name Bobby, like when he's speaking to him, almost like at a, yes. a, an abnormal level. And it does kind of feel yes. like he's trying to make some type of connection. Like, like I know your name, you're going to know mine by the end of this. You know, we're going to be friends in a way. <laughs> we're going to have some type of Well, yeah, because I mean, the opening scene is him calling into the radio show, right? And like being on the same phone line as him during the radio show. Right. And that's him going, oh, you know, I've spoken to him on the phone. We're friends now and yeah. that, like there, there's a part where he literally says yeah i know the guy i've talked to him and when he goes to the bar to try and approach him right yeah yeah and bobby even so has like, like he responds to him and says like maybe you should be speaking for me and stuff kind of giving him some encouragement so he he thinks oh, oh god oh okay well i guess he wants me to start speaking for him and maybe fight for him a little bit you know yeah that that part is crazy because that that's when we start seeing you know he's not really doing his job he can't really hang out with his kid he's just stuck in his apartment which by the way his apartment <laughs> looks like the kevin spacey apartment in seven um <laughs> It, it, it is a absolutely a serial killer's apartment. And I think about that opening montage where you can see him with like the razor blade, like shaving off his fingerprints and all that shit, like right. and, all, and putting up all the, the fucking newspapers and shit that he puts up in that film. Like it's, but it's, instead it's, it's giant as evil looking. <laughs> 
Yes, it's as evil looking as the serial killer's apartment in Seven, but like if that guy instead of being into the Bible, he was really into Sports Illustrated <laughs> and baseball, and like like in, like in, instead of having uh, you know screeds about sins, he right. has like bobbleheads <laughs> of famous athletes. Um, <laughs> And but but also he's also you know he's a knife expert and so as soon as Tony started sending that home I was like freaking the fuck out yeah. because there's a part where he's listening to the radio show and one guy's going you know in a Freudian sense the catcher is like the father and the pitcher is like the son and the <laughs> ball is like the ejaculate and he's listening to shit like that <laughs> which is just fucked up oh yeah um and then um he sees a, a like a cockroach on the wall in his apartment and he throws a knife dead center into this cockroach oh, bam as a rabbi Cute. walks by and sees the as knife a rabbi come walks out the by. door <laughs> and the sound design music cue is fucking closer to god nine inch nails yeah so as soon as he hits that cockroach with the knife like bullseye it goes you can have my isolation <laughs> yeah <laughs> And they use nine inch nails like I, I don't know how many exactly, but several times in this. It, it's at least three or four times. It's literally his cue. When he goes psycho yeah. mode, it's literally That's nine true. inch nails. And it's fucking incredible. I lost my mind every single time. Um especially when they it, start using the sex it, lines, like the sex lyrics that nine inch nails I has. Fuck you. Yeah, I, it's like I want it's I wanna fuck you and I wanna like be inside you or something like that. I wanna and feel at, you. I wanna feel you, that's what it is. And and as that song is playing, I want to taste you. That's the yeah, other one. There's yep. two different parts where that song plays, and the second one makes me so fucking uncomfortable. The first one is when he kills uh, uh, Del Toro because he wants to get uh, Bobby's number. Crazy back for sequence, him. by yeah, the way. Yeah, and we'll get crazy. Yeah, we'll sequence. get to the details of that, and that's when that starts. After he takes the knife out of him, that fucking line, yeah. "I want to fuck you, I want to feel you," comes up, and then the second and, and, and one, that like blood neon red yeah, taking just, up the entire just, sauna while he's. So sweating like in like a full suit it's so great light change yeah it's wild and then the second and, and, time, and also it's like cross-cutting too right it's cross-cutting with him like wiping the sweat and leaving the hotel yeah and cross-cutting with the altercation that actually took place yeah. to the nine inch nail song it's fucking crazy because at first you think that he didn't do it you think that he thought okay maybe i'll be smarter i won't do this and then he left but what it actually is showing is him leaving after the murder because then it starts to do those flashbacks it's it's really good really good stuff uh and then and then the really good time, filmmaking on Tony's part. Yeah, and then the second time where they use this uh, this lyric is when fucking uh, um, Gil. Is